Hello and welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. Some people equate work to drudgery, and it, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be, especially in the creative field. I think we're incredibly lucky that actually we have the ability to, to make something from nothing, which is amazing, but also get paid for it. This week's guest is Gavin Strange. I am a designer, designer and director. I kind of have two jobs, as it were. Since 2008, Gavin has been a senior designer for the interactive arm of iconic animation studio Ardman in Bristol. But his work doesn't end there. By early morning and evening, he works on self-initiated projects as a designer and director under the alias Jam Factory. I make everything that I want to make, from filmmaking to photography to illustration to toy design, character design, um, everything and anything. Not traditionally trained, he tells us about bypassing university and how his career has unfolded so far. To get from sort of where I was when I was at school to, to, to my career... I think it's really important to stress I was rubbish. And I'm not just saying that. I was genuinely quite mediocre. I was I was never excelling at anything. And that was just me. I, I wasn't particularly smart, but I wasn't particularly not smart, which is not even a clever way to say that, is it? So I never really had any high aspirations for myself, but it was only when I started doing stuff in my own time and just tinkering and playing and doodling more and sketching more and and just just let the excitement build within myself that's where my sort of confidence grew and and it was really just I was only ever thinking in next steps I just knew I liked drawing and painting and, and design at school and thought well maybe I'll go to college then and do some design that was as far as my career path went because I, I generally didn't have the self-confidence or belief that I could do anything special so I just went from stage to stage but then going to college I was kind of really not very good at all it is a running joke with my friends that that I really have this wonderful job and I'm very proud but back then you know when I was 16 17 I was not remarkable at all I didn't go to university I got my got my first job when I was 17 I just just was turning 18 just because uh, university didn't really interest me I thought everyone partied basically and just didn't I didn't feel like I wanted to go, so I wanted to get into the industry. But what happened is because I think maybe my attitude and my positivity and eagerness to learn got me this job as a junior talent designer at a design studio in Leicester, where I was originally from. And that's where I actually started as a graphic designer. And that's where it all changed because it gave me the confidence that, oh my days, I was in the working world. Someone's taken a chance on me. But it was my boss at the time who really encouraged to sort of go home and experiment and play with the stuff I'd learned in the day job. So that's where it all sort of kicked off because I do my day job and then I go home excitedly and and carry on the learnings that I had, whether that's like a certain visual style or, or, a, or a software tool. And, and so I just created my own site called Jam Factory, which is where my internet handle comes from, just to have an online home for it. And that is essentially what I've done my entire career now. I have my day job that I love, but it makes me so excited. I want to do more and learn and get better in my own time. And it's just a self, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, as it were. And so I'm, and I'm still doing it now and it works. Long story short, I landed the job at Ardman because with eight years experience behind me, I'd moved to Bristol in the process and they were just looking for a, a designer to work with for a freelance project. And at this point, this was 10 years ago, 
the interactive digital team was very, very young. There was like three people, three, four people. And I just happened to be shouting the loudest online on social media. And the creative director was looking on a few recruitment sites, specifically called Bristol Media, looking for designers. And I was just at the top because I'd submitted my profile. Luckily, I was a right fit, went in for a cup of tea 10 years ago. I've, I've never left because it's such a special place. And after the six months freelance, because it was such a an early start for the department, you know, they were starting to build their team. And they sort of said, well, what do you reckon about being our senior designer? Like all the time. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Um, and, and I've never left and I never want to leave. I love it. <laughs> Uh, an average day at Arban's always different, to be honest. It's really exciting. So normally I'll be in the interactive team. So I'll work with um, a creative director, a producer, sometimes another designer, a developer, and we'll just be building stuff. Um, that can be something for our own property. So we might make a game for, um, for example, Early Man, which is Nick Park's new feature film that's coming out soon. So we're making something for that because that's something Aardman makes. But then we also do a lot of third party work. So we just finished a big um, virtual reality project for the BBC. So the sort of clients change all the time and it's really nice to be both internal and external. Um, and then sometimes it's it's good old classic user interface design or um, icon design but then sometimes it's really sort of experimental stuff especially in the VR space that's that's different as well doing a lot of art direction in terms of, of bringing worlds and characters to life there but then I can jump over to different departments and in the past I've worked with the feature film department and so I get to do some motion graphics design and animation for different departments sometimes I work with the commercials team sometimes I work with the rights and licensing team so I'm really lucky that I get to jump around a lot I think it's actually really important for your career to sort of have have your calling card, have a core skill that people, because people do need to label you, right? You do need to fit into a box um, just so when people are thinking of you and your work, where, where do you fit? Because um, sometimes if you're a bit of a nomad and you do everything, they don't know where to place you. So I like having your core skill and then being able to branch out. I think the advice I'd, I'd give to anyone is is really don't don't worry about what other people are doing. Um, it, it's a it's a it's a double edged sword because you look to other people and you're inspired by what they're what they're doing and, and where they are and what they make, but it can be really sort of damaging because you're not them and you never will be them as much as you you want to be. You kind of have to gain confidence in your own voice and realize your own path is your own path and and no one's path is is straight. They will zigzag from thing to thing to thing that's okay you might land your dream job in a year it might take you 50 years and and changing career changing ideas being someone different is 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 great and that sort of be encouraged so i think it's it's about encouraging people to just i mean do the work this is the thing i, I genuinely believe especially as a as a creative you only get better and stronger by just doing work, making stuff, um, whether that's for yourself or for a client or, or for, for school or university. But the more and more and more and more you make, the, the, the better you will be because you will get to understand those shortcuts, both what makes great design and great visuals, but also, you know, you understand your own shortcuts. You understand, oh, okay, I'm, I'm heading for a bit of burnout because I'm, 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 I'm working too much or I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a brick wall. It's, it's, it's quite an emotive process, this, this being creative. It's making the things, but also understanding you as an individual. So I think it's being kind to yourself, 
making sure you 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 are constantly doing stuff and and despite all the um all the the obstacles just keep pushing through just keep making and don't wait for an opportunity make it someone once said to me don't make it perfect make it now and i love that you've really just got to keep going because you know you make a thing and then you move on to something else and you make that and then you move on to something else so just always keep moving forwards This episode of Creative Lives was brought to you by Lecture in Progress. It was presented by me, Indy Davis, and the guest was Gavin Strange. The producer was Ivor Manley. For more information, check out lectureinprogress.com. Lecture in Progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand patrons. They include GF Smith, Squarespace, and the Paul Smith Foundation.